MLM Nation, episode 602. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, if you haven't heard, my mission is to help a 1,000 people earn $1,000 a month before next year. And I made it easy for you to get help from me. So if you're interested, you can get a help as starting with $10, 33 cents a day. I'll answer your questions seven days a week. We prospect together. I'll guide you exactly what to say. And I'll put you into the five-step plan to get your next customer or next new rep. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. And I look forward to helping you become one of the thousand people to earn a thousand dollars a month by next year. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. We got Christina McKeon. Hey, Christina, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I'm so ready. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Christina McKeon was a hairstylist for over 10 years and a mom with three kids before she got started in network marketing in 2015. Today, she's a full-time leader with a team of over 11,000 reps. She credits her success to her faith. And in today's show, we're going to talk about failures and how we learn and bounce back from those challenging times in our business. So anyway, Christina, welcome to ML Nation. Uh, Giving ML Nation a brief background, but please, please share a little bit more about what you did before network marketing and how did you get started? So before network marketing, like you said, I was in the beauty industry. I was a hairstylist for 10 years. Um, and honestly, I wanted to be home with my kids throughout all of it. So I was working a few days a week um, and it seemed like I couldn't get ahead on any of our bills. Um, I wanted a way to be with my kids, but I also am a very driven person. So I wanted to be successful as well. And when network marketing first was introduced to me, I said, absolutely not. I was like, no way. That is not for me. I would rather, you know, build my own business from scratch. So I actually tried a few different things, realizing that the financial burden um, to put that on my family was too, but too much of a risk. And so I said, no. Um, and then my third child was born, uh, Callie Harper. And I literally had maternity leave with her and she was our last one. We had already made that decision. And after those 12 weeks off, it took everything I had to show back up behind that chair at the salon. I was so sick of leaving my family. And at that moment, network marketing, again, just kept popping up. Um, my sponsor reached out to me again and brought it up again. And this time I was like, I don't know. I had all the fears, especially fear of judgment, fear of what people would think of me, fear of judgment. I was like, no, no, no. And then she posted about a free trip. And in that moment, it was like this free trip. And I was, you know, broke, behind on bills. Eight months, this has been on my mind with all these fears swirling. And then I just had to go back to work. So in that moment, my life that I wanted weighed more than those fears. I said, yes, I jumped in. I went in full force. And um, at that point I started. And so when I tell people I started my journey, I like to remind them that my journey started eight months prior because it took me eight months to overcome those fears. So jumping in head first and running, I had already went through all of those fears, if that makes sense. Yeah. And even, um, you said before your third child was born, you had been approached by network marketing. 
right? Yeah. Many times. And, oh, yeah. And you mm-hmm. won. So I think the lesson is just, it's like follow up, follow up. I would say there's never a bad prospect. It's just the wrong timing for the prospect. And then finally, the timing was right for you. It was the same person that followed up with me four times. I think it was in those eight months. And every time I told her no, but she was very respectful, very nice, but she just would bring it up, you know? And I was like, no, sorry, sorry. And then I was like, oh, yes, yes. (laughs) I need a change. So how did you do once you got started? How was the first couple of weeks like? So the first, so the first couple of weeks, I took massive action and I pretty much got no results. <laughs> so just those first couple of weeks. But when I say I took massive action, whatever I was told to do, I was super coachful. So whatever I was told to do, I multiplied it by like three. So if they said reach out to hundred people, I reached out to 300 people. Um, I jumped in head first. I was sacrificing sleep and things like that because I wanted to be home that bad. I was ready to be home. I didn't want to wait. Um, I read a book actually when I started called how to rock your network marketing business by Sarah Robbins. Um, I was never a reader and it was super small, super easy read. And I read it. And once I realized that the potential that this, uh, vehicle that had, I was, I was all in. So at that point I just took off running. It took me about two weeks to finally get my first person on my team. So I felt like I had reached out to, you know, I I did, I reached out to 300 people and I wasn't getting traction, but I didn't let that stop. I just kept posting because I knew it had to break. I had that faith. And I think that's why I didn't stop is because I know when God plants visions in your head, like they're going to, they're going to happen. And it might not be in what your timing is or um, anything like that, but they're going to happen. And so I had that faith and I just kept praying and I became obsessed instead of with the results, with the action. Um, And I became obsessed with that action of doing it over and over. And my first person actually that was, I guess she was supposed to join and She literally, I swear, I I swear this was, this was the enemy testing me. She was supposed to join. She was coming back from college. We were meeting up and she had a friend that wanted to join too. Um, I used to do her hair at the salon and I was so excited. I was like, yes, my first girl. I literally two weeks before or not two weeks, like two days before we were supposed to meet, she sends me a message and it's like, Hey, thanks for all the information. I loved it. I decided to join someone with more experience. So I'm in your company, blah, blah, but I joined your sponsor and my friend joined too. And in that moment, I remember being like, so like crushed, but I didn't let it last longer than two minutes. And I was like, no, I'm not letting this stop me. And I really think that was my faith being stronger than that. And then after that, you know, I was able to kind of get on a roll and I did um, enroll people pretty quickly um, into my business. You know, I think I got seven in my second month. So that was, I mean, I know that's not hundreds or anything, but um, it was a huge, huge win compared to my first couple weeks in the business. <laughs> so... Well, you gave us me a lot of stuff to ask you about. Uh, first of all, <laughs> three, you said 300 people before you got your first sign-up, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you look back, it's probably not one for 300 because I'm sure the seven people you got in the second month, they came from the initial... It was the, that action. And I still get people from those first 300 that I messaged. I had a girl that um, recently joined my company about six months ago, and it had been four and a half years or five years since I had messaged her. 
And I, I told her, I said, you are never allowed to complain that someone takes too long to join your company. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's kind of like, um, you know, people say leadership. Uh, leadership is setting the example. And kind of like what your upline, your sponsor did, took, you know, four follow-ups in eight months. And these people who are joining now, they're, the seeds were planted during that first month when you reached out to 300 people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, how do you keep going? Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the three, you know, of course, now it's like, yeah, you get a lot of signups. The second month came from the 300. But the first month, and you had a lot of doubt to whether this you could do it, right? How do you keep going when people just keep saying no, no, not saying yes? I feel like for me, like I said, I became obsessed with the process and it's my faith. I prayed every day and I, I literally... I think having faith means, you know, believing a hundred percent, going all in. And when I would pray to God, I would say, Lord, please let those that are meant to be on my team come to me and those that aren't, that's okay. And so every person that I had talked to, um, I heard actually advice from Jim Rohn and he said, say less to more people. And so I really took that under my wing and I trusted that the people that said yes to me were the people that were meant to be on my team. So because of my faith, I feel like I didn't have to take the no's um, personally. I didn't have to take rejection personally. Um, and like I said, I had spent those eight months overcoming so many of these objections. Like, for example, I was so worried about what people would think about me. But then I came to a place and it was like, I guess it was kind of my aha moment where it was like, I felt it's so basic, but like, all of a sudden, one day, it just hit me. And I was like, everyone that is successful, everyone that lives the life of their dreams, everyone that's, you know, happy in their life, did it because they got up and did it. Nobody had to hand it to them. And to me, it's so basic and so simple. But once I took that power out of everybody else's hands, it was like my life immediately changed. It was like now I'm showing up to this ocean of opportunity with dump trucks instead of teaspoons. You know, I mean, we, we every one of us have an ocean of opportunity and it's up to us to decide if these excuses are going to hold us back or not. And so I think that was probably I know I know that's what it was. It was working through those fears and just trusting that trusting the process, trusting it was going to go through and that God was going to provide. Yeah, it's it's the, the difference is when your faith is bigger than your fears. Exactly, I love that. That was a way easier way to say yeah, it. Huh? And and the faith is like knowing the end game, right? Like it's knowing that where you're going to end up. So exactly. three hundred people, that's not that bad because you're going to eventually you're going to be successful anyway. Because you for you it's yeah. a God, it's God's purpose for you. Yeah. And it's, it's just like that roadmap. I always tell my girls, I'm like, it's the in-between is going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Here you are. You decide the end, whatever that is, whatever God puts in your head, don't be afraid to believe in it. Dream bigger, you know, put that there in the, the middle is your story. So right. those setbacks, and I've had a lot of setbacks and, and I never really let them get me down um, longer than like, I think I had one that got me down for maybe like 24 to 48 hours, but I got myself out of it because I know I'm like, I know that I, I need this and I need this to grow. I need this to be better. And I need this to have that testimony one day because our trials, our tribulations is what our team's going to face. And the more that we have, and we can say, Hey, I went through that too. This is what I did. This is how I handled it. You're going to be able to help your team way more than if you're like, I shot to the top and nothing bad happened and everyone loves me and nobody rejected me. And you know, that's just, that's, it's just not going to happen that way. 
Awesome nuggets here. Uh, you said, you know, you talked about say less to more people. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling, it's, there's a huge chance you're saying a lot to too few people. You're doing the opposite. You got to yeah. go through those people. You, you know, one of my mentors told me, you know, uh, your fall off the horse was how quickly you can bounce back. That, mm-hmm. you know, you said you the longest was 24, 48 hours, which is incredible. And then the friend, the person that, let me take you back. You said you had a friend that, uh, well, someone that's going to join and that you bring a friend along and then join your upline instead. <laughs> did you ever, and this was when you were new, right? Yeah. You basically, like, did you ever feel that hey, this business is like shady, your upline stole your people or like, that's not fair? No, I've never been, I've never, luckily I've never been someone that has, I, uh, I think it's Ray Higdon had a, a thing. He calls it like a baby bear. He's always like, don't be a baby bear. Don't be a victim. I've never had that victim mentality, that baby bear mentality. Um, I mean, clearly she literally said, Hey, you know, I watched you, but I wanted to join someone with more experience in that moment. When she chose to do that, I never once put that on my upline. Um, like I said, I told God to send those that are meant to be on my team. She clearly was not meant to be on my team, but I will say I do have a competitive fire in me and I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but at that moment I decided that my team would be better and stronger than any other team out there. And I created this vision for my team. I didn't have a team name, nothing like that at the time, but I created this vision for my team where I was like, I'm going to give more recognition than ever. I'm going to spoil them more than like, I just was saying all of these things. And I remember I was like, one day she's going to wish she was on my team. Obviously as I grew, you know, um, I realized like, no, I don't want that for her, but it was, it's, it's my competitive nature. I think that really helped me get through and turn that into a, a positive to kind of take that growth. Sometimes I feel like that anger and that, um, demotivation that you can get can light a fire in you mm-hmm. now. So how do you, uh, bounce back? So talking about like, um, the person that joined someone else and also, oh, you know, the other, the other one I forgot, but like, what's your self-talk when something happens to you like that? So, um, I actually have a really cool tool that I want to share with you guys that I use when I built my business, I ended up hitting the top of the company 13 months after I started. Um, and I was super excited. And then I was working towards maintaining the top of the company because we get to earn a missions trip. And it was something I've always wanted to do, um, to be able to maintain just real quick, give you a background to be able to maintain the top of our company. We needed four leaders, uh, four frontline leaders. Okay. And I had that and I was so excited. Um, and I was working with those girls. They were amazing. And, and a couple of them are my close friends. Right after Christmas, the new year was starting. I told my husband, this is the year we're going to, you know, my girls are exploding. They're going to all hit the top. We're doing this. I had three of my frontline leaders come to me and tell me that they were leaving my company. You need four. <laughs> three of them just left me. Um, and so that was the thing that got me down, I think, for that 48 hours because it was a few different hits. You know, number one, they, I mean, these, these were my friends' real relationships, you know. Um, number two, you know, I, I saw them in these top positions. So it was kind of disheartening to be like, oh, my gosh, like, I know what you're capable of. And then number three, you know, I felt like my goals that I had for that year kind of just like broke apart in an instant. Um, so for me to overcome that, my self-talk, I just kept saying like, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. But I needed more than that. Um, I prayed a lot for direction, but I found this video and I want to share it with you guys. So anytime I go through anything crazy, it's by Billy Allsbrooks. 
if you've ever heard of him. And it's called Blessed and Unstoppable. It's like a 40-minute like compilation of um, just motivation, biblical motivation. Um, he talks a lot about being a champion and how champion, you know, winners are winners when they're winning. Everyone's a winner when they're winning, but champions know how to, you know, get back up after they've been knocked down. Um, and so that video I put on repeat, I cried in the shower with it. I screamed. I got to the point where the second day I was screaming like, I am a champion. And I went in my team page. And again, I used that passion. And I said, I can put my focus on these people leaving or I can put it on the people that stayed. And that was something God like really revealed to me through these videos was you have people that are still here, a bunch of them. And it is time to pour into them like never before. And so I went live and I was like, I know this may have happened and that's okay. And some people have different callings and, you know, I'm very... I really believe in loving your team for the good, through the good and through the bad. So you'll never see me trash talk anyone in my team. You'll never see me, uh, you know, have ill feelings for someone who leaves, you know, like I said, I, I leave that up to God, but I will say that after that video, my team got stronger. We, it's like we band together. I had two elites out of, I don't even, or two like leaders pop out of, I don't even know where they came from. We ended up maintaining the entire year when it looked absolutely bleak. And all I can say was God was in my company. Yeah. There, you know, and leadership always rises during crisis. Yeah. You know, and and uh, for every bad, I mean, this is a saying that um, God's plan is always longer, more inconvenient, and not what we want, but always better. Yes. Always and, better. Uh, and you probably wouldn't, if those three people stayed, you probably wouldn't have known your next other, all these other leaders you had in your existing team. Yeah, right? 100%. And, and I... I don't even know. I mean, it's still, I'm like, I hate that they had to go. I, I, but I can't say that I wish they were still here because of where we are now and, and what we have and, and the community that we've created. And, and it's just, it's just incredible. And so I like what you said, winners win, right? Winners win when they're winning, but champions know what it's like the ones who really get back. Cause anyone can win when things are good. Yeah. Everyone's winning when it's good. When you're getting sales. Yeah. When people are joining your team, of course it's easy to work your business. Yeah. What are you going to do when tell, someone says something to you that you don't agree with or someone cuts down what you're doing? Like, what are you going to do then? Right. That, that's when you know. That's when you know you're in this. That's when you know that you're really a leader. And that growth is so crucial to be all in. I always tell people, anytime someone asks me, Christina, what's your number one tip? They look for a magic word. They look for a magic formula. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't exist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. What it is, is going all in. Yeah. Taking the option of giving up or quitting off the table. Either it's going to happen or you're going to die trying. When you do that, you will be successful. And can I actually read one of my favorite quotes? Sure, sure. From the video. Yeah. Um, and this is my favorite and I live by it. And it says, destiny is obligated by universal law to concede to the demands of unwavering faith. And then at the end he goes, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love it. That is my... I just live by that, folks. I'm like, destiny is obligated by universal law to concede to the demands of unwavering faith. And that's the key, unwavering faith. You have to shut out those fears and those doubts when they when they happen. And my biggest way to shut them out is by taking action and doing the opposite of what it's saying. Yeah, what do you mean by taking opposite of what it's saying? So I feel like 
Um, I'm actually going to give like a, an example, a little example. I had um, a girl that was a different, she was in a different um, like downline than me, like not on my team. And I always tried to kind of keep pace with her. Right. And I remember her business just taking off way faster than mine. She was sponsoring, you know, we were both like, I kind of in a secret competition. I don't know if she knew we were in competition, but I'm competitive. So I was in a competition. I'm watching her number. She's up to 25. I was like, Oh, I have 12. I'm going to beat her. And then she sponsors like 125 in one month. And I'm what? what the heck? And in that moment, my brain starts yapping. It's like, well, she's got this and she's got more followers than you, or she's got this. And in that moment I stopped and I sent her a message and I said, Hey, listen, you're a freaking rock star. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit jealous of where you're at, but listen, if you have any tips of what you're doing, that would be awesome. It took those negative thoughts out of me in an instant. Um, and I feel like that happens every time in the beginning of my business. Another example, I remember sending, I was sitting on the couch and I sent 60 messages and I literally, what you think just happens. And I was literally thinking like, Christina, you should just stop. And I sent another message and a girl wrote me back and she wrote just stop period in capital letters. And I was like, she's right. She's right. She's, and I was like, no, she's not right. And I sent 40 more messages, shut my phone off. And I didn't look at it till the next day. And like, I think that's what it is, is responding with action when your fears are telling you the opposite. And I always think those fears, that's the enemy. He's trying to stop you, you know, and he will put thoughts in, in, in situations in your life to prove whatever you think your, your, your mind's going to prove it. So doing the opposite is one of my biggest advice. Advice. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> no, you know what? We've done like 600 interviews, uh, over 600. I, I think that's one of the best advice someone's given on the show. Oh my gosh, yes, well, thank you. Yeah, because, because we all have our fears, right? Like if, if someone says, stop this, you're, you know, this is a scam, and you stop, the next stop. day, it's, it's more important, it's not just the numbers game. You, the next day, you don't feel good about yourself, right? No. You let some. But you go out to send another 40 message, you end, like, it's like I kind of teach my kids in sports, you always end on a good note. It doesn't matter what happens, end on a hit, end on a good note, we practice, end on a made shot. Because the next day, you know, my, actually my mentor told me, is when you're skiing, what's the most important ski run? It's the last one before you rest. Because that's what you remember. That's what your subconscious mind remembers. So what you said is brilliant. You go out there, you do the opposite. Because if you do what your fears, then you just basically reinforce that fear. You gave strength to that fear. That's right. That's right. Really good. I, I like that. Do the opposite. He, uh, who's the video by? Billy Westbrook, you said? Billy Allsbrooks. A-L-S. Yeah. B-R-O-O-K-S. Billy Allsbrooks on YouTube. I mean, it's called Blessed Unstoppable. He has like a bunch of different ones. The first one is just like my go-to. And I tell all my girls that, you know, anyone struggling, I'm like, you got to listen to this. It's actually step one of our training. I'm like, you need to know you're a champion <laughs> and that it's okay to get knocked down, but you can get back up. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, ML Nation, we'll put that video on the show notes uh, page so you all can watch it. I'm going to go check it out as well. So do you have a routine to maintain your faith? Like, uh, uh, Yeah, well, so I kind of feel... I actually like came to really know God when I was 18. Um, I grew up not really going to church, but like my mom would, my mom was um, a faithful, faithful believer. So she would tell us Bible stories and we would go to church, you know, on Easter and things like that. 
Um, so I'm definitely an amateur when it comes to the Bible and all of those things. But what I have found is getting many devotional books um, has really helped me to dive into my faith more. I've been able to relate a lot of um, these devotionals. It helps me to read the Bible because um, I struggle. I mean, I struggle with that. I struggle uh, reading it and understanding it. And so to be able to have this mini devotional with like a little verse, I can read the devotional then go and open up that, uh, that page, read the page. And it just really helps me. And I like to actually, oh, I should have grabbed my Bible. I can grab it. I actually sometimes will use watercolors and paint on it. I bought a paintable Bible and I like to share that. So mine is devotionals. And then I obviously call on God. So I don't have like a schedule, but I call on God multiple times. Um, so prayer, all of that. So yeah. Cool. You know, here's a, I know you got a lot of books to read, but here's a good one that I've been reading every day because I like devotionals. Right? Yeah. Some of you don't, uh, I've been reading this every day since March of 2006. It's Leadership Promises for Every Day by John Maxwell. All right. So it's basically a Bible verse and then like a leadership lesson there. And it's one page. You can read it in the two minutes. Oh I mean, that's part of my routine. Actually, a couple of years ago, when I spoke on John Maxwell's event on stage with him, I had him autograph mine. Really? So, yeah, but even today, this is one of the first things I do in the morning. Leadership Promises for Every Day by John Maxwell. And uh, yeah, let me know how you like it. I will definitely get that. Actually, we just started during this um, quarantine. I felt like just people are in a different spot right now. So we actually started doing Zooms every morning that I invite um, my team and any prospects, anyone considering um, doing what we do, I invite them to join our, our, our zoom in the morning and we go over one day and we just talk that way. Our days are set, you know, and it's a tool for them if they want to hop on, if they do great, if not, it's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. So, so that's been really helpful. I'm going to definitely get this book for that. <laughs> yeah. It's that daily routine. So, uh, speaking about the, the routines, how important is consistency to success? Um, consistency is, I feel like almost everything other than you, you know, your mindset too, your mindset, but your mindset, your mindset makes consistency. So it's kind of like they go hand in hand, but yes. And not just being consistent, but being consistently consistent because you can be consistent for a short amount of time, but to be consistently consistent, that means that even those days that you're not feeling good, you're going to show up. You're going to show up and do the things. Um, for me, uh, my consistency might look a little different than others. Um, I know a lot of people like to have like their daily mode of operations where every day they do this, do this, 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 this. I work more in blocks. So like, I'll be like, okay, this week is my sponsoring week. And I hammer down sponsoring, you know, this week is the week that you know, I'm going to work on booking customers week, right? So I kind of work in blocks and I'm always paying attention. I'm very, um, I guess not big in numbers, but kind of number driven. I look and I, I, when I notice something is out of whack, like maybe my sponsoring numbers are down, then guess what? It is time to amp up, you know? So I'm constantly kind of aware of the situations around me. Same with my team. If I'm noticing, oh my gosh, our, our sponsoring numbers are going down. I don't use that to get down. And I think that's one of the top earner like tips I tell my girls is you have to be able to look at your numbers, look at your numbers and use those as motivation to do more and not beat yourself up. And I think that's so crucial in this business. And that's exactly what I do is I'm not, never like, whoa, I must be really bad at this. Or, oh my gosh, my girls are horrible because no, I'm like, no, what can we do? Maybe they need to learn this. Maybe we need to set up a special group for this or that. 
So I think that's a key in being a top earner is being able to look at numbers, not ignore them. If you ignore them, I think it's Jim Rohn. He's like, you can act like those weeds aren't there, but they'll overtake your garden. You got to be able to pick them. You got to be able to get to work. So yeah, great stuff. I love the fact that you're blocking too. So it allows you to focus. Uh, I think consistently consistent. You can't do too much. And I like how you do one week intense focus on that. And um, that's how you get results. What's up, MLM Nation? It's Aisham Hipsher here, live in studio, ready to bring you this week's show ambassador, who is none other than JMAC1163. JMAC says, the absolute best training and inspirational tool out there, five stars. Thank you, JMAC. This is an invaluable resource for not only those in network marketing, but anyone who is a leader, entrepreneur, and dreamer. You hear from the best, you learn from the best, and you spend quality time with quality people. Thanks, Simon. This is outstanding. J-Mac, you are outstanding. Incredible review. Super true. Man, you you are the average of the five people you hang around with the most. Jim Rohn said that. Everyone else says that. It's so obvious. If you're not hanging around with good people, keep listening to these podcasts because one, you will eventually stop hanging around those people because you're surrounding yourself constantly with positive, like-minded people who are going or who are at the the you know environment that you are trying to get to. So J-Mac, thank you so much for recognizing that. Thank you so much for your, your review. You are this week's show ambassador. Love him here. J-Mac, I'm assuming it's a him. Anyways. <laughs> Hey guys, if you want to be featured as next week's show ambassador, super simple. All you've got to do is leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to. And uh, I will find you, pull you out, read your review and boom, a star is born. Guys, I'm looking forward to reading your review to the world next time. Now back to Simon and the show. Hey, you heard it. Consistency is so, so important. Without it, you'll never be successful. And in my mission to help a 1,000 people earn $1,000 a month, I know one of the things we need to work on is to help you become more consistent and take action. And that's what we do in Purpose Driven Networkers. For just 33 cents a day, we prospect together. I hold you accountable. I make sure you work on the DMO, the income producing activities. And so all that for 33 cents a day, I made it easy for you to get help. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Let's get consistent and let's start finally, not just learning, learning, but taking action and making money in your business. Let's do it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'd love to talk to you even forever. It's really good. Uh, But we we have to wrap up a little bit. So I'm going to ask you some quick questions to pick your brain. So the first question is... uh, Actually, before actually before we do that, I want to, here's a question that's very uh, I didn't I, I just came to mind right now. I mean, you have three kids, so with yeah. this lockdown, the coronavirus, how are you uh, you know is the adjustment? How are you making your business still happen? Well, oh, it's been it's definitely been a whirl a whirlwind. Um, for us, the biggest thing I've had to do is I've had to adjust my working times. Um, I've been getting up earlier than I've ever gotten before. So I get up now at 6.30 and I've actually been staying up late. So I've been doing a lot of my business, especially I have three kids and they have to be doing their schoolwork. And in my life, God, my family and my business are the three things that I value the most. And so I have to find a way to 
not, I always, people talk about balance. Have you heard people say balance all the time? I hate that word because I don't feel like balance is real. I I feel like balance is, I feel like there's never this perfect balance, especially with kids. Cause as soon as I think, Oh, I'm going to work my business right now. The next thing you know, my daughter spills a whole gallon of milk or something like that. So the balance is never fully there, but I know that I can make that time up. So I've been making it up in the evenings when they're asleep or in the mornings or like right now I'm bribing them in the basement to stay down there and they've done so good. I was, I literally was so nervous. (laughs) They've never done this. They crash every one of my five videos. So, so yeah. So I think just being flexible, giving yourself grace, be flexible with your schedule, give yourself grace, Um, If you're feeling overwhelmed, stop and pray because I don't know about you, but you cannot be productive in you attract what you are. You're not going to be productive if you're overwhelmed. I think the other day we, we just jumped in the car, rolled down the windows, listened to music. And by the time I got home, they were excited. I was excited. And I just went live on my front porch and made a video and it was got more shares than almost all my other ones. So I think just taking just all of those things combined. So Hey, thank you so much. You shared so much wisdom and nuggets. As we go to the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. And the first one is, what is one of your favorite, maybe it was the quote before, but what's one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Um, probably my, one of my favorites is, um, well, the one I already told you is my ultimate. Um, but then it would be being rude. I love this kindness quote. I actually wrote it down for you guys. Being rude is easy. It does not take any effort and it's a sign of weakness and insecurity. Kindness shows great self-discipline and strong self-esteem. Being kind is not always easy when dealing with rude people, but kindness is a sign of a person who has done a lot of personal work and has come to a great self-understanding and wisdom. Kindness is a sign of strength. I love that. I live by that. I love that. Who is that by? Um, I have no idea. I, it did not, it does not say I found it on Pinterest and it's never, ever had anyone listed under it. So I've never figured that out. What is one of your, uh, habits that's helped you become successful? Um, probably my biggest habit would be to take, as soon as I have an idea, I take action. I don't think about it. Um, I immediately take action. I immediately go live. Um, the other day I had an idea for my girls. I was like, Oh, they need to learn how to sell $500 in two weeks. I created a group, didn't plan it out yet, made the group advertise it. It starts on Monday. And now I've got my content. Like I just take the action and and it makes me do it, especially with crazy kids. (laughs) You know, money likes speed. Yes. (laughs) Quickly, quick app. And the passion you have when you're excited in the moment rather than waiting. I yeah. think makes it great. And before you, you know, your negative self-talk, the you know, the enemy comes and you talk yourself out of it, procrastination, and then you lost the passion for it already. And then exactly those, every yeah. single time. Yep. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, probably that say less to more say less to more people. Um, that literally changed everything for me. It then made it not about the result, but the activity. And I think that is huge in this. So what's your favorite prospecting tool? Say you have a qualified prospect. Do you FaceTime one-on-one with them? Will you send a video first? Do you do Zoom? What do you like to use, Christina? Um, well, usually I get, I try to get them on the phone, um, but I'm finding a lot of people don't do that. So we recently actually 
started at the beginning of this year, we created a prospecting group. It's called our Pineapple Club. It's a club that we created um, for my whole team. And that is definitely by far my favorite tool um, because they can add their prospects. They don't have to know it all. You know, none of us have to know it all. It, it makes a simple system. So, Do you have a favorite resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? My favorite uh, app actually is called Photofy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with my industry, we make a lot of different collages and shout outs and things. And so it's definitely by far my favorite app for that. What's one or two books you could recommend to ML Nation? Um, my, I would recommend, so this, these are definitely more of, um, I have, well, I have my favorite, favorite, favorite book is, um, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Um, and it's by, let me see. Har Ecker. Yes, that's right. I love that book. I've listened to that book on repeat a million times. Um, and then I always recommend, especially if you've never listened to it or you're brand new in this industry, is How to Rock Your Network Marketing Business by Sarah Robbins. It's such a simple read. Um, and then Beach Money by Jordan Adler. Those are the two that I try to have every single person that joins my business read. And here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So then okay. you didn't know your husband, didn't know your kids, you had a contact list of zero, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go and build a network marketing business from scratch? I would use Facebook. I would get on Facebook immediately and I would get myself I would friend people and get myself in front of as many people as I could. Um, I'm someone that believes, I know a lot of people think that you have to spend all this time building rapport and building relationships. I don't believe that because I feel like you can have chemistry with someone if you're in front of them enough and you are open with your life, they will find a connection with you. Um, and so I will get in front of them um, as much as I can. I would add friends like crazy, like a mad woman, get in front of them and then reach out to them. And, you know, I always look at it with celebrities. There's certain celebrities. I love Justin Timberlake. I've never met Justin, but I love so many things about him. And you, you develop that connection. And there's a reason you feel that way because of the things that they share. So 100%, I would do that. Um, and you can also do that through groups and all of those things. Find, you know, and build relationships with like-minded people. So... 100%. Thank you so much. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then uh, what's the best way listeners can connect with you? Well, you can connect with me on my personal Facebook page at Christina McKeon, or I do have um, a business page, K&M Lashes. So you can connect with me. Either one of those um, are, would be the best. And then my, I would say my last bit of advice is, Stop trying to, as a leader especially, people, we put so much pressure on ourselves. Stop trying to solve everyone's problems. At the end of the day, I know that's what we want. But if we focus on every interaction we have with every person, whether it's prospect, whether it's customer, whether it's a cold market, whether it's your team, at the end of that conversation, leave that conversation with them feeling better about themselves and they enter the conversation and the amount of value you're going to add to the world will skyrocket. And, and we get to value. <laughs> so that's it. That's my advice. 
Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Christina McKeon. So keep up the momentum. Head over to MLNation.com. And on the podcast tab, uh, just you see Christina's show notes. In order nuggets of wisdom, the link to her contact and the quote and the video that she talked about will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in life and network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with Elma Nation. Christina, we're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you. Hey, MLM Nation, before we go, don't forget your free download of my latest book, 365 Motivational Quotes for the Network Marketer. It's over 79 pages long. You get a free PDF copy of it. Just download. You get a sneak peek of what keeps the leaders going. You know, it's taking the best of the best of the podcast and put in one convenient resource for you. You're going to get confidence as you can refer to over and over again every single day. You get daily encouragement. You're going to get the mental toughness to become successful and you're going to stay motivated motivate and focus on each day as you go through the guide. So just go download it. It's all for free. MLNation.com forward slash book. And if you know a friend or downline or sideline, crossline or any friend or even, you know, a prospect that would this would lift up the profession, increases the belief in the profession, share with them as well. Just go to download it and it's free for them as well. MLNation.com forward slash book. Hey, MLM Nation, Simon Chan here with a recap. A great show from Christina McKeon. And, you know, after the show, I'm doing this recap uh, like in the next day. Normally I do it right afterwards because I, I, I was so excited after the show. I didn't just want to like, you know, go on and on about it. I just want to think, was this really an awesome episode? Because when I did this um, show, I was like, this was immediately one of my favorite back and remember from a long, long time. Because uh, maybe it is because it's what I emphasize and talk about the most, right? Like you have to be consistent as the mindset. I always believe 95% of success is the how you think. It's not the skills. It's not the how you do stuff on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or TikTok or whatever. It is how you think. It's not the words you say. It's not now all those skills are important. And there's such, there's so much training out there about skills, skills, skills. But unless you can conquer yourself, you know, you are your biggest enemy. Until you realize that and learn that, hey, I'm going to work on how to change myself. None of the other skills matter. That's why at ML Nation, I always talk about consistency. You know, it starts with the three A's, like, you know, uh, the attitude, how you see things, and then your action, and you need the accountability to keep you. And Christina, basically, you know, it's been uh, almost 24 hours since we had a show, and I still, this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, because she gives actionable items on how to bounce back. You know, of course, you talked about the beginning, about timing. You know, I always say there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. Um, she didn't want to do it until eight months later, actually years later. Okay, and then eight months of follow-up with an, her current upline that she got over her fear of judgment and decided to do this because she didn't want to leave her daughter, right? She talked about taking massive action, you know, a lot of you know my story. It took me 42 people to get my first sign up. And for her, it took 300. But she kept on go talking about her faith. Faith, you know, God, Jesus Christ is very important to me. I don't know what you're listening to, but what you believe in. But you got to have faith, right? Whatever you believe in, then your faith, if your faith is greater than your fear, your faith could be a faith in yourself or faith that, you know, I believe that it was God's destiny for me to do what I'm doing for for to get into network marketing, for to use me to do ML Nation. How do I don't know how you see yourself? 
right? But Christina saw her, her faith, she's going to be here. It's like, talk about a story, right? She talked about the movie. If you don't know, once you know the ending, you know, it may be drama. You may be excited, you know, stuff that go up and down, but you know what's going to happen, right? If your faith is greater than your fears, you take an action. I think back to that, it's the same thing for me. It's like, I knew even when I was earning $100 a week, I saw myself on stage. I'm going to make $6,000 a week. Right. And I, in how do I got that faith? You can borrow. I mean, God is very important, but also you can borrow that faith. Right. You can borrow. So you see other people making it. I'm sure every company is someone that just like you that's making it. If they can do it, you can do it. But it is conquering yourself. Right. Having that faith and talk about bouncing back. And I like what she talked about. It's like, you know, the faith helps you bounce back, but doing the opposite. If you feel like, oh, oh man, I can't do this, then you need to do the opposite, right? If you feel like negativity towards one person, then do the opposite and show love instead. You know, respond opposite of what your fear and negativity is saying because it's it's natural to be negative because that's our human nature. But bouncing back and saying, doing the opposite, that was one of the major golden nuggets. Uh, I feel one of the best nuggets someone ever shared on our six years of ML Nation here. We're going to our sixth season right now, over 600 episodes. Do you know she talked about consistently, consistently, consistent, working blocks of time, a lot of nuggets there. Uh, talk about building the business, right? During the coronavirus, managing the time. How does she manage the kids? Getting up, being flexible, and giving yourself grace as well. Very important. Uh, taking action immediately when you have an idea. That's something I learned uh, early on, that's important as well. Like, if you see something or you learn something, take action on it immediately. Even you probably got a lot of action items from this episode. Take action on it immediately before procrastination or the negative self talk comes in. And she's talking about say less to more people, right? Say less to more people. And that's and that remarker is if you're struggling, you're saying too much to too few people. Say less to more people. And so many other good notes. I can go on and on and on. And then the last one is leave a person better after your conversation. So if someone is out there after you chat with them or message them, they feel better, right? That's how people, that's how you get influence. People like it like that. When in social media, same thing. When it's scrolling through your feed, when hit, reading what you say, do they feel better after they read what you posted, see what you posted? Right? Awesome nuggets here. Hey, Christina McKean, thank her so much again. Go to the show notes page on mlnation.com. A lot of nuggets will be all there. Contact info and uh, the books that she talked about. Uh, also talked about John, the John Maxwell Leadership uh, Leadership Daily. That's going to be on there as well. Hey, if you like ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a review on iTunes. Really appreciate it. And um, thanks for listening. And hey, I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Thanks again to Christina. And uh, remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.